Welcome to the Self-Made Writers Podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you your regular dose of writing adrenaline. what is your biggest struggles? What are your biggest problems? Another consistent answer that I get from people regularly is about how to stick with your writing time. So this one's really interesting because as self-made writers, if we don't set aside time for writing, we won't, right? And the more we are kind of at home, whether your family has, you know, tr- transitioned into more Um, remote work or whatever it may be, like the more challenges we may face with being able to find time to write, you know, summertime breaks, school breaks, whatever it may be, when your routine changes, it can make it difficult for you to find time to write. And writing is uh, an important part of kind of what we do, whether it is freelance writing, if it's blog writing, if it's ebook writing, like whatever kind of writing you do. And so today I wanted to talk about some strategies for how you can potentially be more intentional about setting aside time to work on writing. And I want to face the facts here. As entrepreneurs, in general, we like accountability, like, right, like we get to choose our times when we do this, we choose when we work on it, there's no boss hanging over us saying that this is due unless you're like a freelance writer or whatever or you're writing a post for a brand or you have a deadline, like most of the time you're not dealing with that. And so as you're approaching writing, it can be easier for you to choose other tasks that seem more interesting um, because there's just not a whole lot of accountability in your life. Um, The other fact is sometimes writing is boring. Like sometimes you don't feel that inspired. Um... And you might be like, I just don't, I'm not feeling this right now, right? Sometimes for you guys who are the early birds or late night writers, like it can be very difficult some mornings to have the energy to get out of bed. Um, It can be hard to have the energy to stay up late. And so energy plays into that um, equation as well. And, you know, if you are dedicating a lot of your physical energy um, to personal health goals, uh, to family, to caretaking, whatever it may be, sometimes it can be very difficult to find the extra, right, to put towards writing. And you sort of put writing last um, because you find that there are more important priorities in your life. And so what happens is you might go days, weeks, months, quarters, um, maybe even years, like where you don't touch something um, or you don't write. And there's this frustration that grows from that. And I know that firsthand. Um, Sometimes it can feel frustration at yourself um, for like not being able to get together. Uh, Frustration or resentment of your circumstances. Like why, 
why is all this stuff always made a priority over this thing, which is my dream or something I enjoy doing. And the bottom line is like, if we don't prioritize it, then it just won't happen. Like we have to do that. Like that's part of how that works. And I just want you guys to know on an authentic level that I understand why it doesn't always work. And I know that I could be a person who gets on here and is like, suck it up. Just, just, just make time. Just write. Like, just do it or whatever, like in a real boot campy way. But that's not reality. I don't care how many Yoda posters you have in your house that say do or do not. There is no try. Like the bottom line is it's just not that simple. So I want to start this episode by saying that I get you. And I get where you're coming from. And I understand why it's a challenge. I face the same challenges. Um, There are plenty of times when I opt to do other things. And I feel all of the things you're feeling. So know that I get you. And that's why I'm able to create this episode and say, like, here are some of the strategies that have worked for me and for other writers for being able to more consistently be able to stick with your writing time. And one thing I would say, first and foremost, is perfection never works in these situations. So if you're a person who says, I'm going to write three nights a week, and you only get two out of three nights, and you beat yourself up over it, like, that isn't going to work, right? Like, like you're never probably going to get 100% on being able to stick with your writing time. You can give it all. You might be able to do it for one or two weeks. You might be able to do it for a month. But at some point, something's going to happen. And that's going to break that. And for my perfectionist out there, you're going to have a hard time because you don't want to beat yourself up like for breaking that thing. But in general, like a business principle that I really learned over the years that is very, very, very important is that it's really not about perfection, but again, about progress. And so if you can get like, that 80-20 rule in your mind about most things in life, you'll really free yourself up from a lot of self-frustration or like self-resentment or, you know, anger at your inability to seem like you can get it together. Because if you say to yourself, well, hey, like I set this goal and I was able to do this 80% of the time that I thought that I was, then that's more realistic because perfection is not real. Like it's not in any shape, form or fashion like something that people can achieve without at some point breaking, right? So first and foremost, adjust the way that you think about your writing time. If you can hit your goal of writing time 80%, you're doing great. Like that's a good number. So as far as like tips about being able to be consistent at your writing time, I think that there are number one, like things that you can do in a preliminary way to set yourself up for success for the times you are going to sit down and write. So the number one thing I tell people is just make sure that you have some kind of general, simple list of writing ideas, whether that is you're writing an ebook and you have an outline of the general things you want to write about in the book or the general chapters, whether that is blog posts where you've got like a general idea of what you want to write about on your blog and when you want to publish it. But just having this like large list can kind of give you this well of ideas to go to when you're ready to be productive. And having a lot of options um, really makes it so that you can sit down, look at what you've got, and choose the thing that you feel the most energy for at that time. 
So instead of feeling like you've got to go in order based on what's on the list, or even like when I was writing my book, like I didn't necessarily go in chapter order to write the book. Like I would sit down, look at my outline, look at the different chapters that I wanted to write, the sub chapter, you know, the sub pieces of those chapters. And I would write like really based on like how I was feeling, like what was I into writing? Because I knew that I would give that my best energy and creativity. So don't be you know, a stickler for how and what order you create whatever content or writing you're trying to do, write about um, the things that you're feeling the most energy at that time that you're sitting down to write. And you'll have a lot more success and progress by doing it that way. Next, if you're in a situation where you're like, Kim, I hear what you're saying, but just regularly, I don't have a lot of energy. Like I try, like I try to sit down for 30 minutes. I try to sit down for an hour and it just, it just doesn't happen. Um, one thing that I learned a long time ago was that a lot of times, like I don't have the motivation. I don't have the energy, but if I say, okay, I'm only going to work on this for five minutes, right? So I sit down, I set some sort of timer on my smartwatch, on my phone, whatever it may be. And I say, all I'm going to do is five minutes today. Generally, that turns into 15, 20, 30, 40, an hour, right? Like it just does because you're giving yourself enough time to get into the flow. And getting into the flow is sometimes half the problem is that you just, your brain doesn't want to start and all you need to do most of the time is get over that hump of just starting, just doing it, ripping the bandaid off, just go for it. So as far as strategy, <laughs> um, you know, after you've sort of got all the stuff kind of brain dumped that gives you uh, plenty of like, you know, ideas to start with, then we get into like actually setting aside the time and I think one of those key elements is just getting over the start, getting over the speed bump of the start and making it happen. Another thing about like the actual physical act, right, of setting aside time to write is honestly, there's times when I just have to change my environment, uh, my physical environment. And, you know, for me, when I'm at home, like the kids get off the bus and I'm there, um, sometimes that means that I get away from my desk in my room and I go sit on the back porch and I sit in the sun or, you know, um, maybe if my kids are like in the front driveway drawing with sidewalk chalk, I go sit in a chair outside. I just do something a little bit different. There are also mornings now that um, a lot more of like the coffee shops in my area are open again and you can actually sit inside the coffee shop. I've gone back to, you know, some mornings I just go, I get a coffee as kind of like a reward for showing up to write. Um, and I used to do this at night, uh, before, like when I wasn't doing blogging full time. Um, but I would just go and it was very rewarding mentally for me to have like this reward of a tea or a coffee. And, you know, depending on where you live, maybe there is like a wine shop or like something that like just the idea of like being able to sit down with a glass of wine and write might make you feel more motivated. Right. So changing up your environment a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I'll go to the local Starbucks in the morning and I'll just kind of sit in a corner and it's just a different environment that creates kind of a different energy for me. And in that space, I can be creative 
and um, function there. And I know that not everybody can kind of necessarily get away, get away and go do that kind of stuff. But that was a big thing um, when I didn't blog full time is like if my husband came home from work and like after dinner and got everybody settled, I'd say, hey, can I just run to the coffee shop for like an hour before they close? And he'd be like, yeah, I don't care. Because, you know, he'd be working in the garage on his project or woodworking thing or whatever he was doing. But, you know, he was physically there to be with the kids and they were all, you know, in the bed or getting ready for bed. And I was able to kind of just take some time to get into a new space um, and set aside that time. So I think sometimes for the sake of being able to commit to a writing time, having an environment or space that you go to that is different than your normal environment can be extremely helpful. And that if that means like every Friday or Every Thursday at 9 p.m., you head to the coffee shop and you sit there and work. Great. Or if that means you get to the Starbucks at 5 a.m., you know, before you have to go to your job and you work on it. Great. Um, These are all things that may help you be able to stick to a consistent time because there's some sort of external difference or reward in that action in and of itself. Um. Another thing that may be important to some people, and I've talked about this before, is the idea of creating accountability. And um, when we're talking about setting aside a writing time, you know, that's different than like accountability for goal setting or whatever. Um, When I talk about accountability with writing, it means creating a place or a space where you and someone else or other people meet at a certain time consistently to work at the same time, right? So before the pandemic, um, and maybe people are getting back to this now, there were things like physical co-working spaces, like where entrepreneurs or, you know, people like that would kind of rent out, rent out a little booth or a little desk and they would go in and they would be in this space with all these other entrepreneurs who weren't necessarily doing the same thing that they were. Um, But they would be able to kind of create these uh, synergy environments. And, you know, you may not be able to afford to like rent a little office space or do anything like that at this point in your journey. And you may never want to, but we can actually create these opportunities for co-working um, without having to expend money, right? So like... Facebook, Zoom, like all of these virtual meeting spaces that are now available and work really great because that's all we had during the pandemic. Um, You know, these are places now where if you want, you can establish um, accountability and writing by creating co-working times and by agreeing with either another person or a group of people that you're going to meet at these certain times every week and you're going to write together. And this has been really effective in my community. Um, In fact, in our Treks to Blog Success community, in the membership group, we set aside time for people in the community to actually come together and co-work because we know it is a productive time. So something that I was reading about um, in preparing for this episode was just trying to understand kind of like, why do these kind of environments really work? Like what makes this successful? Um, and being able to create these kind of co-working environments, whether they're virtual or in person. Um, but in this case, I'm talking more about virtual opportunities. Uh, and I found this article by the Harvard Business Review. And one thing that they mentioned that I wanted to highlight and quote here is they say, too much autonomy can actually cripple productivity because people lack routines, which I thought was really interesting. 
and they went on to add, some limited form of structure enables an optimal degree of control for independent workers. Some limited form of structure enables an optimal degree of control for independent workers. And I think that's really interesting. So if you're a person who regularly struggles, this might be a way for you to create more structure in your week um, by finding opportunities to do some virtual co-working. And, um, you know, if you have a mastermind group already, it might be a good place to start. Um, if you already have like a blogging buddy who lives like in the same time zone as you, um, you might be able to reach out to them and say like, hey, do you want to try to get together and co-work? And if you're not familiar with what this is, um, at least in our community, when we run these, basically it is, um, we get together virtually via Zoom um, and we set like a 25 minute timer and everybody turns off their microphones and we just all sit there and work. And, you know, some people have their camera on, some people have their camera off, but we're all physically there kind of working quietly engaging in our you know in our platforms but there's just this odd way that it just works like it just encourages you to show up for something and um you know we have people who say like I just got more done in that hour than I normally get done you know in three or four hours sitting at home because you're just able to focus and you know you're not getting distracted every two minutes because you've said I'm going to sit here during this time period and work and there's just this really interesting invisible energy that comes from doing these things uh, and so we're really loving that aspect of being able to do co-working together um, in the community and you know once we have worked for like a 25 set 25 minute segment we can pause um, the timer or like stop the timer or when the timer goes off, everybody stops and everybody can turn their microphone on and they can like problem solve together or discuss something if they need help or feedback for like five to 10 minutes. And then you can go back into another round of co-working. And so we find this to be like a really helpful tool for being able to successfully set aside time to write. And so, um, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can achieve that kind of opportunity. Uh, but I will invite you, as always, to join my Treks to Blog Success squad and school. And in that group, as part of that community, we do these on the regular basis. So um, if you're looking for that opportunity and you don't want to have to go find it yourself, please consider joining our community. We would love to have you. And there's information in the show notes on that. Or you can visit KimAndersonConsulting.com um, and look under courses for a link to find out more about that. So these are our ideas for being able to really try to set aside time to make writing happen. And so I'm just going to go over these really quickly one more time. Number one, try to always kind of have a cue, a list of ideas or an outline. And when you're looking at that list or you're looking at that outline that you've written, um, choose the item that you really have the most energy for during that time that you're actually setting aside to write. Um, consider if you're having a hard time getting started, just setting a five minute timer and just committing to five minutes, because usually that five minutes will turn into more time. And if it doesn't, it's okay. You got five minutes of work done. Uh, the next tip is really to try changing your environment in some way. So like getting outside. Um, I had, I've had people in my community who would physically like, like they didn't, they couldn't actually leave the house, but like they have like an RV in the driveway or something like that. And they would actually just go sit in their RV or they would go, you know, they might want to go sit in the garage or go sit in the back porch or sit on the patio. Um, 
there's just all these different ways that you could change up your environment that might help your creativity. It's coffee shops, um, you know, a wine bar, like whatever. Those might be places that give you a lot of creative energy, help you relax, help you focus, um, give you something to look forward to on a regular basis where you can go and do that thing and be consistent with it. And last, I think it's a great idea to create some accountability. And I think that co-working is an excellent way to do that. Um, it's very effective and, uh, you know, it's, it's really about setting aside time with other bloggers consistently meeting, sh consistently showing up, consistently working, and just deriving energy off of that situation um, so that you can get more writing done uh, and actually make time for writing. So thanks so much for taking time to listen to this episode. I hope that you found it helpful. And whatever you do this week, just keep writing. Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to hang out with me. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you are new to the idea of becoming a self-made writer and you want some help understanding how that kind of works in this day and age, I want to encourage you to follow the link in the show notes and get my free ebook, How to Kickstart Your Writing Career at Any Age or Stage. And if you're a person who's already like, yeah, I've already kind of got this going, but I'm on the struggle bus for like how to do it consistently, like how to be successful at it, how to figure out how to educate myself about how to do this. I want to invite you to consider joining my school and squad community. And you'll find a link to that in the show notes as well. And you can go check out all the classes that I have, um, all the support that I have. We do stickers for people who actually do stuff and like make accomplishments and you can earn points like we have this really awesome community that is super positive, super supportive, and everybody there is looking to be able to build an online writing career. And we are all there to support each other on that journey, and we would love for you to be a part of that group if you are not currently. So please go check out that information. I'll see you next time. And remember, whatever you do this week, just keep writing. <laughs>